Show me in the white community where a comedian is a white leader. Show me in the white community where a singer is a white leader or a dancer or a trumpet player is a white leader. These aren't leaders. These are puppets and clowns that uh, have been set up over the white community and or over the black community by the white community and have been made celebrities and usually say exactly what uh, they know that the white man wants to hear. What's good? We back for another episode of the regular podcast. I'm Kilo Graham, your host from Youngstown, Ohio. I have Lucy with me. Lucy, say your name. It's Shay. Oh. <laughs> and um, hey, hey, everybody. Yeah, we back for another edition. Now, how was everybody's week? How was your guys' week? I want y'all to respond. Talk back through the speaker or the headphones or mm-hmm. iPod, uh, not iPod, earbuds. Um, speaking of earbuds, shout out to Ray J for the Raycon mm-hmm. little earbud things. I have those. I suggest y'all get them. Don't be as rough with them as I am because mine, you know, they they going through it because I have dropped them a couple times i've dropped the entire case but it still work they still charge and they still last four plus hours so you know your hands are really big so huh i say your hands are really big so um yeah either way big hands if you got big hands still don't drop them (laughs) because that would be your money dropping Mm -hmm. but i haven't had to replace them but still though how long have you had them i don't remember when i got them Mm. but um you care to talk about your week? Oh, no, my, my week was cool. Not, nothing too crazy. So, so I was chilling. Okay. This week, you? Chilling also. Now, we did not talk about Kanye West's album last week when it first came out, but it's been out for a week now, mm-hmm. so we can discuss it now. There's very, very, very mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. Some people absolutely hate it. Hate it. Some people absolutely love it some people say i don't care at all and then some people are like it was cool and then other people are like it was not for me so it was just mm-hmm. totally split like just it's just mixed but the numbers are in mm-hmm. and the album has actually performed better in the first week than it was projected and um according to what is this headline headline planet which I've never heard of them, but they have the article here. (coughs) The album has done 276,000 sales, well, in total first week consumption, because I guess they they count sales and streams separately, but they combine them for total consumption. And that's 276,000 equivalent sales units, which is a whole lot, you know. It, I mean, that's a great week for an album that so many people say was trash and they hate so and it's an improvement from the numbers on the yay album which the yay album was actually not that good kids see ghost album was good but the yay album wasn't 
really good like that. So yeah, I didn't hear that one. Yeah, Kid See Ghost is the one he did with Kid Cudi. Came out like the week or two after he put Ye out. Part of that whole seven seven song rollout situation. Now, uh, you you said you listened to the album one time. No, actually I did twice, but oh, yeah. How did you feel about it overall? Um, I liked it. I mean, I like. I think I. I think it's gonna. I'm gonna listen to it some more, and I think I'm gonna like it even more. Um, as far as like where they go with his in his with his albums with me, I like this album a, a little more than The Life of Pablo, and a little less than Jesus, if that makes sense. So, the, yeah. yeah, I like it. But so. the um, was it good enough for you to have a favorite song? No, I mean, um, I didn't really. Get it? I just listened to it like all the way through. I like. I think I just like the whole thing. Does that make sense? I didn't really. It was like not a lot of standouts, but I just liked it going all the way through. I don't usually pick songs with Kanye albums like that. Yeah, I listened to it multiple times, probably <laughs> like five, maybe five times in the in this week. Mm-hmm. I liked the album. My favorite song on it was definitely Follow God. That's number three on the, on the album. That seems to be a consensus favorite mm-hmm. out of most people. But when, when I listen back again, um, either today or yesterday, really, like, it's better than I thought originally, too. And a lot of people saying how, how um, bad the rapping is, and I'm trying to figure out who people think Kanye West is. It's not like Kanye has always been the most the lyrical rapper, guy. Because, I mean, one of his... One of his um, more highly ranked albums would be like uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And Pusha T wrote the whole thing. Yeah, and the rapping skill, as far as skill level. And that was the best rapping he's ever done. As far as skill level, to me, I mean, it was very similar no, to skill. No, no, to no, me, no, it no. was. It wasn't, when you think about what he was saying, he was saying a lot of basic things. It was just hitting hard because the beats hit and the, the vibe was, was hard. I think to that me, was the best rap he's ever... That's the best rapping. The best he's rapping done. he's ever done and to late me... late registration was great The too. best rapping he's ever done to me was on Watch the Throne. He was giving Jay-Z a run for his money. A lot of the mm-hmm. songs they did on Watch the Throne, Kanye had the best verses on them. And you're talking about a world-class rapper in Jay-Z. To me, that mm-hmm. was his best rapping ever. But when you hear Power, when you hear I've heard Monster... You've heard like, all. people People give uh, Nicki a lot of credit for that... Um, that verse and it was good, but Kanye to me had the better verse on that on Monster and maybe um, yeah. But I'm just know, saying so. the rapping on on Ada on that. I mean, um, my beautiful dark twisted fan. It wasn't a lot of super rapping, but that's one of the most higher. The, I mean, the higher ranked albums that in his discography. People say it's like his best, but right. Man. But they but it was more about to me the production and song structure. The production was amazing, but that that's normal. That's what you really know Kanye for. That's why Kanye has no problem getting writers to write his raps. Mm-hmm. He don't really, he likes rap, but he don't care to be like, no, I wrote this. Kanye is more into the musical side of it. So people saying the production on this album is good, but the rapping is not. Like, that's I mean, what Kanye does. Kanye has went off on, on songs for rapping. Like, I mean, think about yeah, Diamonds. But we don't, think about we don't know what Power. He, but we don't know what stronger. he wrote. We don't know what he wrote, though. And he don't care about that because he'll let people write for him. He don't care. Yeah, whatever. It sounds good. All of it sounds good. But it's just, I mean, as far as the rapping goes, we don't know what he wrote and what he didn't write. Mm -hmm. But as far as production, we know 100% his mind is is behind a lot of the stuff that's coming out of his albums. Mm -hmm. If the production is great and that's what Kanye does best, then to me, which 
to me, the production is great on this joint. It is. So, if, I mean, what else are we looking for? But, but if, you know, I didn't hear anybody say the production wasn't good on the album. I heard right. just talking about They're the They're saying raps, the production like, is good, but then they're saying it's a trash album. That don't Those two things don't go together. Especially since the rapping wasn't that bad. It just wasn't the top-notch rapping. It wasn't that crazy to me. Not to me. And then people listened to an album called Jesus is, is King and said that he said Jesus too many times. Why would you even listen to the Who album? said that? If that was going to be your critique coming That's out of ridiculous. it. That's ridiculous. If that was going to be your critique coming out of it, you, you this wasn't even the album you should have listened to anyway. That's ridiculous. But, um, but no, it was a good album. Yeah. Do you have a problem with him talking about Jesus? No, I don't. Because, I mean, if he if he... He's always talked about Jesus. He's a, he's a Christian. He's always, I mean, from day one, it ain't like nothing new. Well, he he stopped, and no, then he said he just got back on it though, the Christianity thing. Well, I don't. I'm not saying he wasn't a Christian, but even when he was on, uh, when he was doing the little some some more demonic sounding um, things like on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, he was still talking about Jesus. He was in all his albums consistently. It was Jesus somewhere up in there. You know what I mean? Whether he's saying he is Jesus or calling himself Jesus or, you know, whatever. But I don't have a problem with him. He didn't call himself Jesus. He called he himself he God. A God but I'm just saying Jesus. Jesus was, yeah. So. Yeah, meaning replacing Jesus. Meaning there right. is no Jesus. But, I mean, he also made references of him um, pretty much like dying for everyone's sins and just right. like meaning Jesus there, there Christ. There is no and, Jesus. I'm a God. I'm this, not that person. That thing is not it. Yeah, right. But, but I'm just saying, I don't have a problem with it. I, I don't have yeah, a problem no, with I don't either. rapping about Jesus. The weird thing about it is, people acting like Christianity and black people is like a that's regular. It's very so for regular. a rapper to be like, "Yo, I'm I'm Christian. I want to talk about Christianity." Like that's not something that's that crazy for people to be acting like. Nah, he just trying to. Pander and first of all, he been doing going it going to Jesus is not how you get new fans or get fans back. That's normal when a, when a rapper normally does that. That's normally when their career is done. See, I think they think he getting his old fans back because that, that was a big deal that, for uh, like before no. he was rapping about Jesus before, and we're like, oh, this is good. That then, never does that. When when a rapper come out and say, I'm making gospel music now, normally that's when their career dies after that. People talk about Snoop did it. Snoop didn't have a successful. He had no, a he number did. one. He, he no, it was good. number one. Not a lot of sales. I mean, he got a Grammy. So he's going up against gospel artists, and plus the Grammys is a popularity thing. Cool. So you going really when you get a, when you have a number one people album. People said it was a good album. I when don't you know. have a number one album, that's based on what else came out that week, and it uh-huh. wasn't a number one album in the whole country. It's the number one gospel album. Which how hard is it to do when you're Snoop Dogg? I mean, I mean, it's some really good gospel albums. That don't mean it came out that week. Okay, I'm just saying that I heard it was what, actually what a really saying, good album. Maybe so. if it was good or not. If did you hear it? No. I know a lot of people never heard it, but, but normally when a when a, a albums, when a rapper so. says, "Hey, I'm going the gospel route," that's not how they get fans back, and that's how they get people not to listen. So why would people think Kanye is doing it? Because for Kanye, a Kanye getting, gospel album. You in my mind, I would think this is gonna sound good, which is why I actually listened to it because I didn't listen to Yay, was it Yay or the Kids He Ghosts and stuff. When he said he was coming out with a gospel album, I was like, "This is gonna be good. I know this is gonna be good because this is something that he's done before and he's always been good in this." But that's not what I'm asking. I'm saying, why would people think that that was would be his method of getting fans back? 
because that's not like how I said, anybody he got has this ever fan back. Fan. Like I mean, I'm saying like. I'm, what do you mean? I you mean, decided. To I've always been again. a fan, huh? but I mean, I've been right. a fan, but I, I, fan. I didn't, I didn't listen to the last songs because you just didn't support of, that because of what he was, what happened with the Whitney Houston. Well, picture. yeah, but I'm, but I'm just saying some of the stuff that he said, and I was like, yeah, okay, but the music. I mean, I already knew. I said, okay, I'm going to listen to it because I, I really know. I, I feel like this is going to be a good album because him and gospel, it just sounds like a good mesh. Kanye's version of a gospel album, I would think, would be good. Okay. No rapper in rap history has ever lost their fans, then made a gospel music, I mean, a gospel album to get them back. So that's not like people acting like that's the formula to win. They like, oh, he's going to do this to, to get niggas because niggas love Jesus. No, nobody has. There have been plenty of rappers that went Christian. At the end of their career, like late in their career, none of them have ever gained back old fans that way. So why maybe would people trying think- to be like R and B artists, like like those guys, those R and B artists and stuff? Like maybe you're trying to do that, huh? Maybe you're trying to be like the great R and B artists, the, the big stars. None of the great R and B artists do it. They Al have Green. to go to a different. They have to go a different route. They're not getting any fans Whitney back. Houston. They'll have. They're not going to get any fans back. They're going to go have to go. Fight in the gospel world. Kanye's not fighting in the gospel world. He has his album living in the hip hop world. They're saying like he's like like oh all the people that hate him are going to start loving him again because of this. That's not how that's going ever. It has never worked for anybody else. It wouldn't work for if we hated Kanye, which most people don't. If we hated him, that wouldn't get get him back. Two hundred seventy six thousand sales in the first week. That says people just online talking because they clearly are yeah, still it just listening. Says they listen. That don't mean that they're they clearly like still it. listening to them though. If I say, "Yo, I'm not messing with you," I'm just not paying attention to it at all. You know how many people put albums out and I never hear it. Like I'm not. I'm just not about to listen at all. I'm not about to listen just to tell people how trash it is. I'm just not listening. Who does that? How how strange do you have to be to want to be included in the, in the convo so bad that you listen to something you know you're not going to like People just to talk strange. about it? People are strange. I know they are. But I'm just saying that clearly they still want to hear Kanye and they wanted to hear the last album because they listened to that too and critiqued it. Think about what Joe Budden did on his podcast. Oh, my now, God. Now, to me, that's hate. What he's that doing is so hate. That was so crazy. I thought I was no. the only one who caught it. What, what like... Joe Budden doing is, is, is blatant. <laughs> Hate, he right? Went a because first like, of all, first of all, if you say I'm not supporting nothing Kanye do, that means you just don't want to support that man because you will sit on your podcast and have yeah. a 30 minute segment about the man that you don't want to talk about mm-hmm. no more, and then throughout the whole conversation say I'm done talking about Kanye. You say that from he been Joe Budden been saying that for a year now. Mm-hmm. I'm done talking about Kanye. Yet every time he gets brought up, there's a 30 minute conversation about mm-hmm. Kanye. That to me is is just blatant. That's and the just track hate. listing, like going down the track. He was telling us what he thought about track the snippet. Track by track, each snippet. Oh yeah, that sounded hard, but I'm not gonna. Play, I'm not buying. I think he caught himself because he listened That's to hate. the album and then he said, yes. "And these are all off snippets." I'm like, dude, on, no, it's not. Joe was giving a, a review on. He the was album giving that he a blow to. by blow, like on, going man. song for That's song. Hate. That's just. Hate. <laughs> It's like, excuse me. That's hate to me. We and we talk. We're talking because we actually listened to the album. 
This man was given a track like blow by every song. He sat and, and let and Maul, said this was going. He let Maul, going, Rory, and going. Parks talk about it for a while and try to act like he don't know nothing about it. Then at the end of the convo, then he come with the whole playlist. Whole playlist. Come this on, was man. going on. This sounded okay, so I said, "Let me go to the next song." And this is going. On. You mean <laughs> I was to tell like, me, Nigga, Joe Bunn has seen everybody in the world online talking about a Kenny G and Clip song, and he didn't listen to it. Stop it. He listened. Come on, he man. Because he. Come on, you can't you can't keep on saying how much you don't want to talk about somebody and how much you you sick of somebody's name being brought up and how much you sick of the antics and then you using your you getting paid on this platform and you talking about them every time the man come up there's a thirty minute conversation Mm -hmm. about. Come and on, then he, he, it's like he's just like looking at the other guys like they're lacking any integrity by supporting him and I'm like you literally just gave a. Whole he listened to everything. Blow by blow, like what are you talking about? First of about? all, the album is only twenty something minutes long. Right. So if you, so you listen, listen to, a to the whole thing, like he didn't listen to snippets well heard, of everything. That's well the thing. Heard, you heard the album because the first song he was talking about. Listen to the first song. That was like how many seconds? Like thirty seconds. I mean, it was just an intro anyway. So. It was an intro that Kanye wasn't on, but right, he said so, I like the first song. That's what he said. Yeah. So you heard it. <laughs> Come on, I don't. To me, like people are just. First of all, if um. Anybody who knows me or follows me online, like, I don't like all of that canceling people for dumb shit. Like, if you're not messing with somebody, then you just not messing with them. But mm-hmm. to be on, like, you're constantly talking about the people that you say you don't like. Right. That's promo, first of all, and it's weird as hell. If it's you don't like them, you just don't seeking, like them. I'm not talking about, like, not to say everybody should do what I do, but that's weird, though, to me. I mean, if I don't really like somebody and I'm not going to support them, it's nothing for I'm me not to just be like, them. I just ain't dealing with it. Like, like somebody like, like. The dude, Russ. Russ is a rapper. I don't have a problem with Russ, but I don't know nothing about him. So I'm not online yeah, all day talking about... I don't know one about, Russ song. I'm so. not online all day talking about how trash he is or how trash he ain't. I don't know. So I'm not listening. So I'm not talking about it. That's weird to me. Mm-hmm. People talk about... Uh, what's the guy uh, who had that big song, Rockstar? What's his name? Uh, Rock. What's his name? Uh, Rockstar. What, 21 Post Malone? Said? Post Malone. People talk about him all the time, right? And he got big songs. Yeah. I have never He's tried... Fine. I mean, I heard people say he is. I won't because some of the stuff I think, mm, I don't really like some of the st- One thing he said, I heard it. And I don't have to tell everybody all the time that I don't really, I'm never going to support him. I just don't. I He's just, fired up. I just don't care yeah. for it. But you don't have to. Because right. it'd be weird for you to be like, yo, I don't like him. And then tell us everything about his yeah. album. That's strange. That I know is, White that is, Iverson. That's, I heard that. That's, that's very strange for me to be for me to tell people how much I don't like somebody only to give whole reviews about their projects. The people I don't like, I don't know nothing about them. Besides the fact that whatever made me I don't care to talk about whatever it. made me not like them, that's where I don't know nothing else from there. Cause from there I don't know no more. Cause now you're that person. So People got to relax on all the weirdo weirdo activity, man. That's that's very strange. Now, I'm not saying you can't like the Ye album, but people acting like they hate him. The the dude, like for... for the what album? The Ye, Kanye, Jesus is King. Oh, okay. Like, it's it's cool to not like an album, but for people to... Some of the stuff that people saying is not like a, a, a album thing. It's more like, yo, people act like they know him and like he did something to them personally. Yeah, like it's he very, owed them money or something. It's very strange to but, me, man. But he had a, he had a successful um, first album and he did it. He did the big interview with Big Boy and Zane Lowe and people feel like he was taking a shot at, um, at at Meek Mill when he said the thing about people rappers is out here promoting 
things to you that's going to get you sent to jail and then they acting like they care about prison reform. How did people find an issue with that? Was it, did they fact. get that from Meek? I thought it was Jay-Z, a Jay-Z thing. Well, Meek Mill is the one with the organization called Reform. Well, well, Meek Jay-Z Mills was backing it, so I don't know. I a lot of people what... back it, but that okay. means he be dissing everybody. I'm just saying, well, Jay-Z talks a, less, a lot less about things that get people locked up. He used to, but like I doubt that Kanye drugs. is talking about J- old Jay-Z. Okay. I, don't, I think he's talking about current, somebody current. Mm. But I don't think he's only talking about Meek, but I do think Meek was the definite target, like the main target of that. Because it's a lot of rappers. Maybe. Pusha T is included in that, first of all. Should, yeah. yeah. He's yeah, definitely... Pusha T was working right with Karen Civil and, and Hillary That's Clinton. That's guy, yeah. And Hillary, Hillary Clinton on all of that prison reform stuff. And, and Pusha T definitely is, said he's never stopping talking about the stuff he talked about. So, and maybe he could have been throwing the, the shot at... Because Pusha T had the prison reform stuff way before Meek Mill did. Yeah, so back he could when be, Hillary was actually running he, for president. He could be talking about Pusha also, because remember when Pusha went on uh, Joe Budden's podcast, he kind of was throwing shots at Kanye. Not was kinda. he? He was just yes, like... he was. He like, was just like, guess my man, I'm riding with him. No, yeah, he might have been wrong, he but he's still, I'm still that riding is, with that's him. That's not what, what he, he said. was saying. That's not what he said. He said that's why he was reacting the way he was reacting, but he said, I don't know what kind of relationship they got going on. That's them. I'm not Well, he was that. basically saying like... If it's an apology or something going on, that's on them. But I jumped out there basically because of my man, like him, because but he, of him. But he didn't. He though. didn't because he was beefing with him for the longest, and he was picking right. with him. For so the that's not. Anyway. He said. He said like them. They got that weird relationship where they go back and forth. This love affair thing. He was. He was putting it like Kanye is the one that's weird. Either way though, Con- he threw shots at him, and now Kanye could mm. be throwing shots back, even though they just did, was on the album together. Kanye could be. I mean, that. Could, let's just say he not throwing shots at at thing, and it's just about Meek Mill and Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Meek uh, P- uh, Pusha T is still included in that. So, Definitely. if you you um, cast this wide net, and now you didn't hit a couple people in your own camp with this foolishness, but either way, Kanye wasn't wrong about that though. Kanye worried about him a lot though, so whatever. He wasn't wrong about people who. Um, That's true saying this this uh criminal stuff to you and, and pushing that uh, not pushing that light but they they definitely so scream it in it. your face they scream it in your face and then tell you they care about prison reform that's not those two things they they have a hard time working together i, I won't say that they don't go together but they have a hard time coinciding with each other so that's all i really got about i'm not mad at kanye man i feel like maybe kanye, i think kanye's is uh is very calculated in what he's doing man because Dude has like everything this dude has said he was gonna do, he did it. Mm-hmm. It's very strange when I heard Big Boy play the the clip from ten years ago when Kanye said, "Yeah, ten years from now, I just want I want to make music for the Lord. I want to make the Lord's music." He said this ten years ago. Mm-hmm. He said ten years from now, I want to be doing this, and now it's ten years later, and he's actually doing it. Well, y'all seen the infamous, the, not the infamous, but the famous clips. You don't have the answer. Hmm? No, no, no. Of him saying, being, oh. of him being on um, 106 and Park before College Dropout come, came out and said, "Yeah, my first three albums are gonna be College Dropout, Late Registration, and Graduation." He said that before the first album came out. So and, Kanye has been on track to do. Every, he does everything he say he's gonna do. So, and, um, I mean, he hasn't been wrong. What you know, he did admit though. He admitted that he didn't say it, but he kind of alluded to it. Sway was right. When he did the Zane Lowe interview, everything Sway was telling him, he was saying, you don't understand, Sway. I don't have what they have. I can't do 
I can't have a high fashion brand without the manufacturing and distribution that th these people have. And Sway was saying, you can do it. I have it. And, Sw and that's when Kanye said that it ain't Ralph, though. So he was, you know, and Sway felt like he was shitting on him. Mm. But that whole it ain't Ralph, though, was, was Kanye telling Sway, like, your clothing line ain't really shit for real. That's what he was saying. But now Kanye understands now that Bernard Arnault picked Virgil Abloh to run Louis Vuitton. Kanye was forced to build his own fashion company. And now he sees that he can do it on his own. He understands what Sway was saying now. And he now said, he's talking about doing his getting distribute, doing his that stuff his own, like on his own. Huh? Now he's more so talking about doing a lot of that stuff on his own. Yeah, because he feels like building it on. He his feels own. like the the um, fashion folks in Paris and in Italy didn't want to deal with him. So now he was forced to do it on his own because back then when he was yelling that sway and sway was about to fight him, he felt that he was going to be able to get in that door. He thought he should have been the one chosen instead of Virgil, and with them picking Virgil. It made him super jealous. He talked about it. He said that he said that should have been me. And I was Bernard told me it was my deal, and he shook on it. And then he dropped the deal two months later. Like he talked about all that. So I like the fact that he he bounced back and gave Sway his props for that. Right. So, um, like I said, dude has done everything that he said he was going to do. One other, him, except one other, live ahead. in Chicago. Go ahead. And one other thing, um, like me and my issue with him was obviously it was just. Just some things that he did it with, like, just some distasteful things, I think, that was just disrespectful um, as far as, like, Whitney Houston and stuff like that. But one thing that kind of I just re I just heard of an uh, interview with Dame Dash, and one thing that kind of stuck out to me what Dame was saying about him and made me feel a lot better about um, Kanye was he's mentally ill. He said he's mentally ill. Just like everybody is around here saying he's mentally ill. He's actually been, been diagnosed with, um, bipolar disorder. And, and I'm thinking to myself, like, if I can really be like, you know, that hard or like not hard, but just cancel somebody who I actually love like that. This is like top three to me. Like all, I love this artist and I can just say, well, you know what? F him. Like something, when I know something is wrong with him and people is just, sticking a mic in his face and he's doing stu crazy things but he has an illness so i just i just really can't see myself um canceling somebody who was a voice for us at one point and it can still be just some things we just don't agree on you know i don't agree with and i think some things is you know an illness his illness talking as well so i just i can't see myself um canceling him for that to me so yeah, he also went back on his whole saying Donald Trump was his hero thing. He he in the Zane Lowe interview he said his dad is actually his number his actual real dad is actually is his real hero, mm -hmm. and he talked about his dad a lot really in that interview. More than I've ever heard. He's been about talking about his dad a lot lately in lately, the past yeah. couple years. Because I guess he kind of just like rebuilt the relationship with his dad. And he said his dad and mom was college educated educators, mm -hmm. and his dad has like a water purification company or something. He runs one now, something like that now. Isn't he from Atlanta or is that the one? I don't from, know. Where I, he's I from. know. I think he's from Atlanta. The dad is. What do you mean from? I think he was in Chicago back then. Oh, okay. I don't know where he's from. I never heard. Well, I mean, you know, because he was born in Atlanta, but I was thinking that I was hearing. Oh, Kanye was? Kanye was born in Atlanta, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but and he, they actually lived in Atlanta until he was like seven or eight or something like that. But I thought that the dad was actually from Atlanta and okay. lived here uh, oh, okay. for the most part of his life. 
Yeah, I didn't I didn't know about uh, his parents, where they from. But the um yeah, so he been talking about his dad a lot lately. So when he was met with, with um when he out was out there and met with um Donald Trump and said Donald Trump was his hero and like a dad he never had and all that, like that was just some straight up he was just tripping type shit, like probably not on his meds or whatever, but he went in the interview with Zane Lowe and definitely said like he looked up to Bernard Arnault, but he was like, my dad is my number one hero. And then way, 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 way down the list is Bernard Arnault. So he's definitely had changed that over the last year. And he said his dad is super religious. And his dad is one of the reasons that he got back into the church the way he did, because his dad told him, like, you can't have church without the word in it. That's what he said. And he said he argued with his dad and he, his dad told him to look it up. And he found out his dad was right. Mm-hmm. But, um, Anyway, I'm gonna move on to the next topic. And since we talking about people that moving funny, how you feel about title Jay Z's company having the NFL's content, and a, like what it feels like they've just like made a corner of the room and put the NFL in it and let them have their own space in the culture's platform. Now it's not the culture's platform. We're learning. Jay Z is about Jay Z, which I'm not mad about him. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad. Hey, be about your money because that's we, we know. But um, do you remember Title being a part of that NFL Rock Nation deal? Do you remember no, that? No, I did not. I, did I didn't not. remember I didn't that part either. I didn't hear anything about Title. I didn't remember Title being in any of those news reports. And you know the sick part about it? <laughs> Jay-Z and Roger Goodell actually did a sit-down town hall type mm-hmm. of meeting. I listened to it. Yeah, I, listened I don't to remember them bringing Title up. No, Title was not. Li- it was not. It was not listed at so, all. So, like, <laughs> when, I, when, when I saw it, because I didn't see it myself in Title first, I saw a screenshot. I saw it. I just and listened I said, to 12 minutes of it. I say that, but. I didn't hear anything about title. No, I'm talking about the the actual NFL stuff on title. I didn't see it for myself. I was was on Facebook, and I was scrolling. I saw a screenshot. I was like, come on, man. This can't be real. I goes in the title, and they got it as on the main page, scrolling across the top as one of the, like, hey, this is a headline. That's like the feature, yeah. So... I mean, Jay-Z got some splaining to do. Now, I have always we said... We don't. We knew, though. No, we no, no we didn't know about Tyler. No, I'm saying we knew about, like, how Dame Dash... Like Dame said, y'all know he shit. ain't shit. We no, already it, knew that. But it's Come one on. thing It's one thing to be like, ain't shit, like, you doing a deal with the NFL. He... They put that... They plastered that. But he, it's totally different. And he still different. plastered it, like, and trying to make it seem like, no, you guys don't understand. This is going to be what we need. This is what we need right here because... The social justice and, and like, th- but look, that's one nothing thing. to do with nothing. It's totally different for it to be on title when you fully everybody knows what title is. So it ain't like you couldn't tell us because we wouldn't understand. Like you could have said that part of the same press conference that you did with Roger Goodell. Because what the hell does that got to do with this? No, but we. Whole but thing. this is what I'm saying. Don't, I don't even have a problem with Jay Z working with the NFL. Just don't act like it has anything to do with social justice. That's and what black, I'm saying. That's the black problem. activism. That because he because in his little sit down with Roger Goodell, he said we moved past kneeling. We haven't moved past kneeling to put the NFL on our streaming For services. Title. What That's, was that that serves who but you? But you know one of the things that they did say was that they was going to create a platform where the players could speak out when they already had a platform because they oh, all have social media. They accounts. all have social media, so they don't YouTube need a new platform. Free, and right. they also can kneel on the field. That's a platform. They could do what they want. And when when the reporters come in their locker room and ask them questions, and these ain't artists. 
they not artists he can to be making s- music and stuff on putting it on title well like, they're not making music i'm saying it's but like nfl content i get it but i'm saying like this content could be anywhere like youtube it could be anywhere well jay-z what? forgot to put that as part of um when he said that first of all that town hall was set up there was all those people was media people and they were put in there to ask the right questions so Jay-Z and Roger Goodell could say what they felt like saying. That's why it was easy and they did it two days after the whole news came out. They didn't want no real people to be asking the questions because people would have been saying, who Which cares? I'm glad people still did it. People would have been saying, who cares if we need to move past kneeling? How was this the step past kneeling? What are y'all doing? And then they come back with, with Shakira and J-Lo for the Super Bowl and Jay-Z is in charge of the Super Bowl, or what well, Rock Nation is. Right, so... But and the, and now, so after the, Sha- after the Shakira and J-Lo thing, the next news we hear about with all this, which we didn't even hear about it because they just dropped it and didn't say nothing, was the NFL on title. Yo, listen, like I have been saying, I'm a big Jay-Z fan. Me too. I would never be his friend, though. Like, if we... Not, <laughs> not to say, like, he, I have a chance to be his friend, but, like... He's not the if type of he, person. He's not a, definitely not the type of person I would hang around. And not even, like, some people are just all about their business. Not It's not even just about your business. They just don't care what they have to do. They want to get some money. Some people just snaky, too. They wanna get, I mean, so they you wanna, don't even have to be sneaky sometimes. They want to get money any way they can get money. No matter how rich they are, they just want to keep doing it. And I know that comes from the insecurities being black and you're so poor that you don't you won't stop at nothing. He He hasn't woken up and realized yet, slow down, bro. It ain't that serious to get money at, at other... Now, I will say he has helped a lot of other people get rich. So I can't knock him. He has definitely, as far as like putting other people on, he has done that the right way. But now he's starting to do stuff that are, that's strange. Now? Yes, now. He's doing things that are strange mm. now to me. To me, it's getting strange now. Like all the stuff that he has done in the past, I could under, I could see it. Now it's strange. I don't get it now. Mm. Like breaking up with Dame to go work with uh, Lior and them at Def Jam, I can understand that you because could? Dame seemed kind of he seemed kind of erratic. He seemed yeah, like but, he'd be hard to do business with. I could totally understand but it how somebody like could have a hard time doing business. It seemed like at the end of the day they business. were friends, and the way it was done yeah, was kind of crazy. If you're friends with somebody, because 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 the way it was done was crazy. But how what I'm saying it? is because okay, it was done that way, and then what way though? Well, okay, like Dame, it came left foot field. He didn't know that. Really? I don't think he knew that. Come on, man. He knew he, he got snaked from Jay Z, and also afterwards he got blackballed. He basically got blackballed. That's not snaked. Dame, first of all, Dame. Who, who Dame blackballed is, Dame, Dame? Who got him blackballed? According to Dame, he's not blackballed. He just don't want okay, to be in music anymore. He is, no more. man. Oh, but that's on him because he decided to go around feeling like, hey, in Harlem, me and my friends, we joke, we laugh, we talk, we roast people and all He's that. He's saying so, stupid no, stuff. Listen he, what we I'm know. Saying. Listen to what I'm saying. So in his mind, he, he justified going around the music industry to yell at people, cuss at them, roast them, talk about their shoes, talk about how they don't get girls. And he thinks, well, this is what we do in Harlem, so this is what I'm going to do here. And he, nobody blackballed him. He don't have no relationships. Who has Dame made a relationship with besides the people he put on? Cameron can't help him. Okay. Kanye West is the only person in position that can help him that still has a good enough relationship with him. And Kanye has pretty much all but lost his mind. Like he's dealing with severe mental health issues. Dame, not, Dame didn't blackball himself. He burned every bridge. And Dame is famous. He famously says all the time, I burn bridges. 
Dame has does low self esteem. I was about to say, does that sound like somebody who's like That's, that sounds somebody like that don't have friends or like nobody likes them or nobody wants to sit with them at the lunch table and they say stuff like I don't care, I don't need friends, but I don't Dame, even but, like but friends. You, but you act like, like that, you, that's the kind of when, person Dame. But when Dame like. was popular, he was treating people bad. So we can't just say he only does it because of nobody wants to hang with him now. He was already doing this. Okay, stuff. And he was also treat. I'm sure he was treating Kanye the way he was treating them. And why is Kanye? Because Kanye, well, Kanye hasn't been known to be the one to be confrontational. So he, Kanye is just thankful that when Jay-Z kept telling him, yo, stop rapping and make these beats, Dame said, no, bro, we can make this into something. So Kanye is, is, feels loyal to Dame. That's the only reason that that, like, Dame, to what I feel like and what I have even just seen on the little videos I've seen, Dame has always treated people the way he talks right now. Even when he was three hundred million on the mm, Forbes list, nasty, he was talking yeah. to people like that. So I don't think it's fake. I get that. I don't think he's just saying I burn bridges for no reason. I think he really th- was doing that. He was doing it when he was rich, when he was super rich. And so Jay Z don't have to blackball you. Jay Z just don't want to do business with you no more because you keep screaming on everybody. I can understand that. I can't understand an NFL deal with Jay Z. I don't understand well, it at all. Well, one thing we can say, this is what I feel. I feel like Dame might be, you know, kind of irate, but he seems to me as honest. Just, just a little more honest. Dame ain't honest. I mean, I'm sure he this, lied this about stuff. Guy, Listen, is, come on. I know Dame he lies about stuff, but I'm saying a little more honest than this. I'm saying about his feel. He's emotional. No. So I think that he's he's being honest about showing about the emotions that he has. Like he's very emotional, and he lets that show. He's very so, honest about his that emotions. That's making me honest. What? Well, no. I'm saying what I'm saying is like he's he's very like open about his being emotional, right? Because that's what it is. And I just think like when he when he brought up like when he said what he said about Jay Z, um, like what's the deal? It sounded like he got a deal. He he just took a he did a deal with the NFL for something. Like it just sounded like he just got a bag. That really was what it was. It wasn't no social justice, nothing. But people would say, "Oh, Dame just mad at Jay, so he just speaking out." No, yeah, he is emotional, but that's what Jay Z did. Like that's exactly what he did. He just took a deal. He made a deal with NFL. Had nothing to do with social justice. Had nothing to do with anything. He's it's benefiting him. He's getting paid. So, what's not truthful and honest about that? That's not. Everybody knew that though. That's not. No, everybody did because people ex- still to this day saying y'all no. didn't even give him a chance, and y'all what know he about? got a good track record. You know record. that most and of the people, people was saying. That's why the whole thing was. That's why they did the press conference in the first place because it was but, so but much. But have backlash. you heard that though? Have you heard so many people saying nobody's giving him a chance? Not so Jay-Z many. Don't, Jay-Z so many. don't even strike nah, me as the type of not. person not that so would do that because he's done this for us. No, hell no. They did a panic sit down town hall with the with the commissioner of the NFL that's how bad the backlash was they did they, that people first, was, I think huh? I think that came before no, it the backlash didn't. That news report, the backlash came from what he said in no it. the news report came first people were slamming him and then they decided let me do this little fake sit down and then people will leave me alone and it got worse because he said we moved beyond kneeling that's why it he got just, worse that's why it got worse. Dame didn't say nothing. Cra- he didn't reveal nothing to us. With Dame, last no, thing Dame lied it, about. I'm he was very honest. Last thing Dame lied about, about was being around R. Kelly and being in that he damn video. He was definitely lying. He lied. That's Point a big thing period. to lie about. It's a really big thing to lie. Come on, about. this was your, your, your. Come on, man. Dame be lying. 
Now he might tell the truth about some stuff, but it that, yeah. I mean that was that was too. a crazy lie because we we, we caught about, that quick. Like what? I'm not in the music industry no more because I don't want to be. But then you put out a rock album that nobody heard. Come on, Dan. So what I'm saying is though, what, I understand. I feel bad for Dan. I could understand. Yeah, I do too. But do. still, that don't mean you could act the way you act. But I yeah. I, I I understood. I can understand why Jay Z would want to get away from that type of shit. <laughs> but I, but but him doing this this stuff, moving around with this NFL thing, I, I don't understand. Could that. you do him like that though? Could you do your partner like that? What you mean? If if let's say that was if I'm in the I'm, industry, I'm Dame UJ. Let's say no. We like if I'm this, in the industry, if me? I'm in the industry with a guy that I met at age 22, 23 years old, got and, rich together, y'all friends. Yeah, we got rich together. Even though I was rich already before we got rich, into this rich. thing. Rich, rich. Come on. Well, he got hundreds of millions. Yeah. Well, yeah. They did all of that off of Jay Z's talent. Okay, yes. And Jay Z was gracious enough to split it three ways evenly. Very crazy. You think but, that? Huh? You think it was just because Jay Z's talent? You don't think them being a really good businessman? You don't think him and if, they, uh, if it's all about business? You don't think Dame if, was a good businessman? Lucy, man? if it was, like, he's a good businessman. But Rockefeller was he great. That was, no, I mean, that was a great. He venture. was a like, good. He, these... he was a good businessman, but he wasn't. Um, gonna be able to generate that money just off his own business mind alone but they got he needed to walk some into these very talented they they signed very very talented artists they like, signed they signed them they made they had talented artists because they had jay-z i mean okay people but say cam i want to be was, next to him was big cam was good like cam was no they i they said i want to be next to that guy okay I'm just saying. So, could you do that? I'm Dame UJ. Could you do that? If you him? was, if we doing business and you going around I'm screaming doing that, you would just business make meetings? me like that. That's not. You would do that. I'm yo, asking. Blind loyalty is the dumbest thing you could ever. Blind have loyalty is dumb. That's not what I'm saying. Yes, though. that is what you're saying. I'm talking about said, the fact that, that he's if, blackballed now. If me now. and you were going anywhere, and now no, that, listen, if me and you were going anywhere, and you keep screaming at people because you don't like what they're saying, and you keep telling them. Yo, look at you. You dress like a bum. You do like in Harlem. We do this. We don't care about that. We not emotional. You emotional. I don't like you. I'm not doing business with you no more. I would just probably say shut the hell up. You, like how many times you think they told him to shut up? You think he can't get beat up? Nobody can't beat him up. You gonna beat your friend up, but you don't want to leave him. Just leave not him. leave him. But okay. <laughs> what do you mean? Why you gotta fight the man? Just leave. Just don't like do shut business. him up. Just shut him up. That's not going to shut him up. This man, is, he, he first of all, he went. He's not poor, obviously, but he went from hundreds of millions of dollars to like a million or two million or something like that. So what? That's like a tremendous drop, right? So, so you keep saying means, he's so good at business. No, he's not. Okay, no, he's okay. He's good, but he needed Jay Z with him to do this stuff. He was talking about, yeah, I never had to marry a, uh, I never had to marry a famous that's chick. Girls, yeah, I mean, but not you even had to, stuff. That's, that's no, weird, but, but you never had to marry a famous chick, right? But you needed to stand next to a famous guy. Clearly, because he hasn't ever since he hasn't been next to somebody as big as Jay Z, he hasn't been as successful. They talk about the backstory. Biggs had a lot of money in the street. Jay Z had a lot of money in the street. Dame didn't. I heard he had money. Huh? He inherited money when he was younger, but Dame didn't have the money. Even with the inheritance, he didn't have the money Jay Z and Biggs had. Okay, but okay. So So, what I'm saying is, what what about he made his money off of Jay Z's talent? That's fine. But you can't get in the business with me. And so you can't start... reach back and get your man like you do big, like you did bigs. What do you mean you reach back? Like okay, when 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 Jay Z is making like way more money and he's so he's super Listen. powerful, like he went back and 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 now he's working with bigs. He's working with. with... You don't think bigs had to had to um, tuck his pride and go talk to Jay Z about some money? You don't think bigs had to do that? Because for a minute, when bigs had first came home, he had said he didn't talk to Jay Z. He was talking to Emery. 
You don't think he had to tuck his pride in and get back in the game? Because when you, if you remember that first big interview that Biggs did I on the Breakfast what, Club, what, he said was he it didn't. Breakfast Club or Rap Radar? It was the Breakfast Club. Well, that wasn't the first, but it was the first big one. The on first Breakfast one was Rap Radar, though. Yeah, but the first big one was on the Breakfast Club where they asked him if he was trying to get back in the music. He said, "I don't want to do that. I did that before." Okay. Yeah. Now right, he's managing right. now St. He was John. St. John, right? Okay. You see what I'm saying? Who was St. John signed to? Rock, Rock Nation. Nation. All so, of these, but people, that's what I'm saying. He had to tuck his pride, is what I'm saying. Tuck your pride if you want to go see the big dog. I don't care if Dame should tuck his pride. I don't care if Dame tuck his pride or not. What I'm saying is, did Big and Jay-Z grow up together? And J- and Big had to tuck right, I'm his saying, pride. So what I'm saying is, even if Dame tuck his pride, you know, like I know, Jay-Z wants nothing to do with Dame. No, we don't know that. But Dame keeps on doing stuff that, that for what... Re- he has no reason as to what he's doing. He's just doing shit. And it makes no sense. He's saying, I don't want to do that. I'm past that. I'm bigger than that. He probably JC probably ain't close with Kanye and ain't cool with Kanye like that because of Dame. Because of how close? Uh, come on, we we don't I, know. I doubt that. Because of how how close Dame is to Kanye. I doubt that. I think at any moment Jay Z and Kanye will start talking. They probably have talked. Mm-hmm. At any moment, I think that can happen. That's Maybe. first of all, they if, both live if, in Cali. If Kanye is getting on stage in front of millions of people and I mean thousands of people and saying, "Please don't send no shooters to me." He, you, Jay-Z, if he's saying that, because Kanye is another person that's very on, well, I mean, he probably lies, but very honest about how he feel. He's, he says things, he talks out of turn. If he's saying stuff like that, then I don't think Jay-Z is on, like, trying to be cool with him no more. Like, I'm sure he will. Um, That's nothing. Jay-Z, you, you're making a lot of strange moves. I know you're listening. Because you've been getting ideas <laughs> from me a long time. The Illuminati has sent mm. a lot of people to listen in on yeah, this here podcast now. And not even just the podcast, but everything I've been doing. I already know about it. A lot of people in the Illuminati have been copying things that I've been saying, like, verbatim. It's okay, though. To, to move on now, um, what I really wanted to um, get into, really not get deep into it, because there's not really a lot to get into. It seems like it might be. But... Uh, my man Lester wanted me to talk about capitalism versus socialism. And what, what I think he really meant was how do I feel about the two as they relate to blackness in America? Mm-hmm. So let me just give a, and I know this is definitely a hard left from the Kanye topic now. And I'm definitely going to title the podcast some shit that make you think the whole thing is about capitalism. <laughs> but because uh, we just talked about Kanye pretty much and the Rockefeller family for 40 minutes. Which I did not intend to do. But we love Rockefeller, so we're Yeah, talk. well, I shouldn't have talked about him that long. Now, mm-hmm. capitalism versus socialism. Let me just read the, the key, you know, I'm on this little website, Investopedia, just to get, you know, I don't want to have to put it in my own words, right? Capitalism in a capitalist economy, poverty and business, uh, property, sorry, property and businesses are owned and controlled by individuals the production and prices of goods and services are determined by how in demand they are and how difficult they are to produce theoretically this dynamic drives companies to make the best products they can as cheaply as they can meaning that consumers can choose the best and cheapest products business owners should be driven to find more efficient ways of producing quality goods quickly and cheaply pretty much what they they act like capitalism is the free market. Okay. This emphasis on efficiency takes priority over equality, which is a li- of little cons- wait, 
which is of little concern to the capitalist system. The argument is that inequality is the driving force that encourages innovation, which then pushes economic development in a capitalist economy. The state does not directly employ the workforce. This can lead to unemployment during times of economic recession. Okay, that's what they say on Investopedia about capitalism. Uh, and like I said, this is pretty much how what they like. Capitalism is what they like to call the free market, meaning what they would like to call a meritocracy or you can get as much as you work for. But I mean, we, 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 we know that that is not how things always work. Right. Socialism in a socialist economy, the state owns and controls the majority of means of production. Uh, controls the majority means of production. Okay, in some socialist economy models, worker cooperatives have primus, uh, have primacy, primacy over production. Other socialist economy models, economic models, allow individual ownership of enterprise and property, albeit with higher taxes and stringent government controls. The primary concern of the socialist model, in contrast, in contrast, is is an equitable redistribution of wealth and resources from the rich to the poor out of fairness and to ensure an evil playing field and opportunity and outcome to achieve this. The state intervenes in the labor market. In fact, in a socialist economy, the state is the primary employer during times of economic hardship. The socialist state can order hiring. So there is full employment, even if workers are not performing tasks that are particularly in demand from the market. Now, People like to say that um, America is a capitalist economy, and that's what it's supposed to be. But it's really not in real life. I mean, capitalists, what they what they would call is an extreme and socialism is an extreme. Most of the large markets in the, in the world have something like in between. They might lean one direction or lean the other direction. I'm assuming what. Uh, the reason Lester wanted me to talk about it is because uh, I know he, he hit me up about a book he was reading. Um, see if I can find it real quick. He was reading a book. Do I still have Lester's stuff in here? Yes. Um, who was he reading a book from? George Jackson. Now, George Jackson was a black man who was um he was a socialist and he got assassinated but he was only like 40 years old there so maybe 31 or something like that he was assassinated and um so so or i guess communism but he he definitely hit me up about that so now the reason i say america is is in the between capitalism and socialism is because even though the state as they call it does not directly own these public or private companies and corporations they definitely heavily control almost all of them now they don't run every aspect of them but in order to operate a business in america you have to operate by not just laws of criminality and um and things like that there are specific business laws that you have to operate within so if if you are a public company, the SEC governs it. It might not own your company, 
but it governs everything that happens with it. And at any moment, they can penalize the company for not doing what they deem to be um, ethical business. Right. So. And or and let's say, you know, the FCC, they control every product that has any type of transmission or reception um, technology in it. So, I mean, we don't really have it's not a free market. Nothing is free and left up to people to run and compete at their own will or leisure. OK, now what's best or what do I think will work best for black people? I think as far as the, the current government structure, neither will work. It doesn't matter because the issue with us in this country is not the economic system. It's who's running it. It doesn't matter who they put in power. If they run it, the, if, if they uh, give favor to the people who don't look like us and it's based on looks, it's based on skin color. If they give favor to those people, we'll always find ourselves on the bottom of it because it will find a way to create class systems no matter what's going on. And it's not based on the economic system because, like I said, it's rarely a, a major country that leans all the way to one side. It's going to be somewhere in the middle. So if you even if you just listen to what I just said about socialism, it says that. uh let me see how the primary concern of the socialist model in contrast is an equitable redistribution of wealth and resources from the rich to the poor if it's a socialist economy and it's supposed to keep everything evil how did anybody get rich in the first place let's think about that how did you get rich if the state owns everything and we're all just workers with equal share of everything doesn't make sense to me or not that it doesn't make sense, but it is a contradicting. Okay, and maybe there's a way it makes sense, but to me, the way that it is explained is contradictory and it doesn't make sense to me. So I know some people think that the, the answer to black America's issues in America currently are to change the economic structure of America. I don't believe that. I believe the only way is to dismantle everything. Now, if we're not ready to go to war about it, then we should just be comfortable with what we have because they're not going to change it because they don't have a reason to change it. Hmm. Why would they change it? Because it's, it's working for them. If we had a system that we set up and it was working for us, we wouldn't change the shit. So why would we think that we can just change their system? We can't change their system unless we full-blown go to war. Now, even if we got enough black people in, in certain positions, the way that we don't communicate properly with each other a lot of times, that would hinder us still because a lot of the people that get in those positions, they agree with the way white people do things. And they actually want to do the white things better than the white people do. Right? This is why a lot of times you might see black police officers being way crazier with black people than even a white police officer has been. Or you see shit like that, that judge in the, in the Amber Geiger trial, like that white woman, like they, they want to do white stuff better than white people do it. The people like these certain type of people, the people like me and you, Lester, and, and a couple of, of the people that we know, we're not the people that is ever in position to make those kind of decisions. 
And it's probably because of maybe mistakes made in the past or maybe we just didn't position ourselves to be in that type of world when we were younger. But we're rarely the people like you'd be hard to find a person that's truly with a truly aware of blackness in America that's in Congress or anything or any decision making position. Besides somebody like, uh, dang, I can't mad, I can't remember her name right now. The lady who is the uh, district attorney in Baltimore, I've she's the only person that I know currently that I've heard of currently that's moving the way she's moving. District attorney, huh? Well, I was trying to think of. She's a black name. woman, and um, she's a light skinned lady. She's oh, the one that she like, was the mayor, right? I thought she was a lawyer, like she was a prosecutor, DA, or something like that. My, um, oh Marion something, Mary, I thought, I but. Uh, I thought she was a mayor. Okay, I thought she was a prosecutor that she was um doing all that. But but um she's the only one that I see moving like that. And a lot of us feel like, yo, we just need more black people in these positions so that we can make these changes. We got a lot of black people in these positions and they are not changing anything. They're not attempting to. A lot of them aren't. Some may be. A lot of them are not. They're trying to stay cool with whatever system is already in place. So my man, what I was saying is Capitalism is cool. Socialism is cool. Neither of them will work. Let's just say we snapped a finger and made perfect capitalist systems in America or perfect socialist systems in America. It wouldn't fix anything for us. It's just if you have a government making decisions as how to as to how things are going. I mean, if the same people are in power in the government. They're going to do the same things they were doing before. It's going to morph itself back into a cap, a, a, a hardcore capitalist society where we can't thrive in it, right? And and something that I think about often is the way things currently are right now. Even if black people took over every high position in America, the country would still run exactly the same way it runs now, with black people being the poorest people in the country, is because. The, the black people that would take over have been educated to do things the same way, educated by white people to do the same things white people have been doing to black people and in these communities around the country. Just like when Obama got in office, Obama got in office and continued doing what white people told him black people should do, which is, hey, you sing, you dance, you play basketball. And and when it comes to disciplining us, white people, you don't do that. That's not what you do. So what did Obama do? He deported more immigrants than anybody ever has. Like that. So you get in office and you do what they tell you to do. Like people have people love Auntie Maxine and all this, but what has she done in forty years or whatever? Because well, she because I mean, she stood by a couple rappers and argued that they should have free speech. Like we supposed to like what has she done since then? That's thirty years ago now. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people, and I'm not just uh, picking on her. I'm just bringing her up because people act like. But I, <coughs> I mean, me. I think she's a fair. Uh, she's she's a she's not a fair. Uh, she's done a lot. Like, like what? I mean, I don't I don't know anything. That she, not, I'm like, I'm asking what has she done? I don't know what she's done besides give speeches. Now I don't know what legislation she wrote that changed things for black people, and even in her district. Now somebody like John Conyers. This is the man that authored H.R. 40 and tried to get it through every year since like 1989 and they turn him down every year. What? 
the Baltimore state attorney, Marilyn Mosley. She's a state attorney. So the so Maryland yeah, state attorney. Yeah, yeah, she but she work in Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. Marilyn Mosby is the is the lady's name, but mm-hmm. she she's doing it the right way. Now somebody like John Conyers, they don't bring his name up nearly enough. Or or you know, and he was somebody that was actually trying to do something that was straight up for black Americans. He wasn't on some stuff like, well, let's see how slavery affected everybody. No. He was saying, let's get this thing through. And I heard some people saying, um, like, what's the purpose of getting H.R. 40 through? H.R. 40 is not like going to get anybody any money. But the thing about it is when you when you need somebody to do that level of research, you got to pay them. So the reason they're going through Congress to get it done is they're trying to get a bill and they're trying to get money so that they can take a get a group of people and pretty much fund their life while they do extensive research because they won't have time to do anything else so i understand why they're trying to go through congress instead of a group of people just doing it on their own but um your phone you got the um or is it mine but but um yeah so let let me just uh, i don't have much more for y'all but i do want to just say now now that i was just talking about the um about how the systems you know if the system that we live in does not get dismantled it doesn't matter what economic now yes of course some of us can can live and survive and thrive in this system but for the most part most black people are living in destitution Mm -hmm. now um i was saying in other definitely whatever other podcasts where i said that we need to use our political power to make things happen we also need to use these courts man you know how a lot of people is like people think like the only time you can go to court is to either you're a defendant, you're suing somebody, you're in jury, or you're snitching on somebody. Do people realize that they can go to court also to testify that somebody didn't do something? Now I know that seems like common sense, but it's not really. I was I was um I knew this dude one time right I knew this young dude he was probably like 18 he had a murder case he was at a carnival in Hampton Virginia and a fight broke out and a boy got shot and killed in the middle of the carnival there were people there who saw everything right and I'll just say I was so I was locked up in Newport News, Virginia. This boy was in there on his murder charge, and it just happened to be one of the witnesses to the murder happened to just be in the same cell block as us. Right? The boy who the the witness saw that this guy who was on trial for murder did not do it. The problem is. He's the only person that the the one the accused guy could get to speak on his behalf. Nobody else would come forward and say, hey, it was this other guy. It wasn't this dude. This boy gets all the way to trial thinking that 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 the youngin is going to come testify for him. And he ended up not showing up because he did not want to be involved in another case at all. He didn't want to be involved because people have this negative, like all testif- testimonies are not the same in court. You can testify for somebody. Right. 
So this young boy, 18 years old, thinking, I got a friend in here who's going to testify that it wasn't me. He saw me not do it. I didn't have the gun. The gun don't have my fingerprints on it. Never touched the gun. But y'all know how the system get. They'll lock you up. If, if you don't have a good enough lawyer that can get you out of there, they're going to lock you up. It's on you to and get yourself. somebody. It's on you to get yourself out of there. They're going to lock you up, though. Right? Mm-hmm. If you can't prove you didn't do it, then your ass did it. That's how they handle people. Especially young black dudes. This boy was 18. The, the one that was supposed to help him out was 18 also. He didn't show up. The boy didn't even find out that he wasn't going to. The, the accused guy wasn't, didn't even find out until he was on trial day waiting for this boy to come in the courtroom. Mm. He just didn't come because he didn't want to think. He didn't want to be part of that. Uh, needless to say, the boy got um, sentenced to 73 years for a murder that he didn't commit. All because nobody wanted to go testify for him. We ain't saying snitch on the other person, but you just go up in there and say, now, this is, that's an extreme example, but this is the thing. A lot of people, when, when, they, when they, even if they was somewhere where something happened, people don't show up and, and follow a case to make sure the police is arresting the right person and charging and convicting the right person, the state. They just letting stuff go. And... Yo, a lot of people get locked up because they don't have anybody to help their story out. It's just them, a public defender, and the state. I mean, arguing against the state. They're never going to win that. That those The odds are super against them. The public defender is not trying to win a case. They're trying to get it over with. If you take it to trial, they're mad at you for taking it to trial. So they're going to do what they can to make because they already because before you go to trial, they warn you, if you take this trial, you're going to lose and they're going to give you a lot of time. So when you do it, they make sure that the other side knows, give his ass a lot of time. That's what they do. People can deny it, but that's what they do, man. They fry people that go to trial. It's a they're not just punishing you for the crime. They're punishing you for trying to beat them. For the audacity. Yeah. They punish you for trying to beat them. So dudes. Listen, some some dudes running running packs and circles and all that type of stuff. Man, look, you got to show up for these dudes, whether you whether you whatever the situation or not. Give this man an alibi. Give people an alibi. Say they was somewhere. I'm not saying go lie now. That's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. But I'm saying like, especially if you've seen them not do it, show up and speak on their behalf, man. That helps. If you don't think it helps, it helps. You can't be, come, you can't look back on it and be like, "Yeah, damn, that was crazy." Almost he, he got crazy. seventy, he got seventy years. And in Virginia, they don't have parole. If you get seventy years, you got to do eighty-five percent of that. Eighty-five percent is the minimum you could do. And there's no, you're not paroling out. You just get out at eighty-five percent if you've never gotten in trouble. So you can do between 85% and 100% in Virginia. There's nothing less than 85. Right? So that young boy, 18 years old, just had to... And he was a little mama's boy, too. He was just out, like out at a carnival. Not saying that he wasn't involved. He was with the dude that did it, but he didn't do it, though. You know what I'm saying? And, And listen, man. I mean, did he tell on the person that did it? Nah, he didn't tell. But this is what I'm saying. He was a mama's. He was. He was. They would have killed him. That's the thing. These. These was like gang people. 
So what I left out the chance. You got to No, you don't have to. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. I told you about this when when back then, but you probably don't remember that this is the same situation, or you didn't know probably about the rest of this Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, this boy was locked up in Hampton at first, right? Hampton made a mistake and let him out. Oh yeah, you did tell me. Hampton made a mistake and let him out. This boy was so afraid for his life. He didn't even snitch, but they was gonna kill him because they they was thinking he would snitch. He was so afraid for his life. He went and turned himself back into the prison, to the jail. Yeah. Like he he went to the jail the same night. They didn't even sleep in his own bed one night. Yeah, you tell me. He was that. that scared for his life. He was not. He couldn't tell because he couldn't defend himself. It was just him and his mom. He was he was one of them kids like want to be tough, but he's not really tough. He was like that. And that's how scared this boy was. He turned himself. He didn't even want to sleep in his his bed that same night. Night they let him out, he didn't want to stay in the bed and say, "I'll go back in the morning." Cause they wasn't even looking for him. He went. He showed up to the Newport News jail. They said, "You can't stay here. We don't have nothing for you. We don't have no charges for you. You don't have a case. Why are you here?" He was like, "Nah, y'all have to let me. I'm here. I'm supposed to be." Like he begged them to keep him at the jail. That's how. So this boy wasn't. He wasn't with all that. And listen, man. If you can help somebody, man, help him with jury duty. Look, if I'm put me in that jury box. Innocent. If you ain't raped nobody, innocent. Mm. I don't care. Innocent. Okay. Innocent. I'm trying to. I'm. Hey, I'm overcompensating the other way. Innocent. I don't so, care. So I don't care. Listen, listen. Innocent. Okay. Mistrial. Let him out while he fight the next. I'm not pe- talking about that. Listen. I'm just. No. What I'm saying is, but people got to get in there and, and help out. Go ahead. Right. What you saying? Okay. So let's just say you in this position. Which of, one? Of the guy who needs to come to court and, and, and pretty much corroborate the story and tell this is what happened. Um, <clears throat> and you've seen it and you see what's going on. And bef- I mean, you don't have no knowledge of what happened. Are you showing up to court? Like, I'm talking about you in 2011, I mean, 2012, 2013. You showing up to court? And you- yes. I thought he was going to do it. I, t- I asked him why the hell he didn't when he told me. Because he was... Because you're somebody who don't want to call, you don't ever want to call police for nothing. Yeah, you don't but ever I'm talking about own. helping somebody get out of jail. Yes, Right, I'm but I'm saying, up. so you're going to tell on somebody else. So no, now you're going to be no, no, the no, person no. that tells. Telling on somebody else is different than saying this person didn't do it. Them but then they're going to say, okay, so if you saw he didn't do it, so who did it? I don't mean I know the other person. To okay. identify somebody, I would have to know who they was. Okay. What you mean? That's the thing. That's why I said it's not just snitch. That's not the only thing you but can I, do But what I'm court. saying is even if him... I'm I'm saying even if he in trial, if he on trial, him that young the young boy saying he didn't do it, they don't care about him even saying he didn't that do it. They need somebody who somebody who right so here he right here. This is who did it. That don't mean you can't go show up and do well, your yeah, part. Though. I mean, yeah, do your part. But I'm, I'm saying, just saying like we don't want to we don't want to make it seem like he got the years because the young boy didn't speak up. No, no, no. I'm saying don't miss the opportunity to help okay. if you can. He told this boy and his lawyer and his mom. I'll come help you. They was banking on that. I get it. I mean, that's yeah. not so like they probably built a whole built some case, a case around. Some they went stuff. to trial because they thought they had a guy to help them out. They would not have gone to this boy was telling him for months, almost a year. I'm gonna come there with y'all. Not not almost a year, about six months. I'm gonna be there. Like, and let's hope nothing happened to that young boy. To which one? To the one that was supposed to come, like to the trial. Ain't nothing happened to him. Nothing happened to him. Nothing happened to him. Why would something happen to him? 
I just told you that boy wasn't built like that. Okay, but I'm saying whether he what what I'm saying is whether he built like that or not. Like, if if you're saying that he he feared for his life, then the other one could have did very well, felt the same way. You know what I'm saying? No, like, no, 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 no. I I won't I'm say just, what I really think. I'm just saying okay, like people people that was just an people got to show up and help whenever they can. If I get an opportunity to yeah. to do that and say, yo, nah, he didn't do that. Nah, he was doing something else. He was in line trying to get a ticket or, you know what I'm saying, something else like that. Like, come on, man. Because supposedly it was, you know. I'm just saying, like, people get in these situations, and, yeah, it's not nobody's job to be stepping in trying to help and save everybody. But listen, yo, they people are fighting against a system where people that, like, if it's the, if it's on the other side, you got people showing up out of nowhere testifying against you to, to throw you in a jail. They don't have nothing to do with it, but they're not going to stop at nothing to get you going, thrown in jail. Mm-hmm. It'll be police that don't have shit to do with a the case. They'll show up and say, yep, he told me, I remember. Yep, it just happened. Like, this, listen, man, we have to start stepping up and helping these guys out. Some kind, If you can. Now, we talk, right, I'm talking right. about an innocent boy right now. Yeah, I'm not saying go help everybody out of jail, but we're talking about somebody who didn't do it. And the guy who didn't testify knew he didn't do it because he was there. He saw it. So, yeah, that was all I wanted to say about that, man. I was saying, like, yo, we, we, we have opportunities. People just got to show up. And I know, man, the streets don't really listen to this podcast like that. But if you could pass it on to somebody uh, that, right. that you know, you know, tell them. You feel me? So, last thing I want to talk about before I get out of here. The National African American Gun Association. I was looking around at some things. And this is pretty much like the black version of the NRA. Pretty much. Even though black people are allowed in the NRA, they don't have anything against that. But this one is for black people. It was run by black people because they don't discriminate against anybody can be in it because that's the law. But the, it's, you know, it's called the National African-American Gun Association. N-A-A-G-A. NAGA. Strange name, but, you know, that is just the acronym. I ain't mad at them. But listen... They are, and actually the membership fees are surprisingly lower than I thought. Uh, to become a member, it's only $29 a year for a single membership. This is a plan. So what plan? What are these plans about? No, well, I'm just telling you. $29 a year um, for just a, for a single person, 39 a year for a couple's membership, and 59 a year for a family membership, which is four people. They all have to be 18 years or older. I think that's a pretty good deal if you want to be a part of a, a gun association. They have training. They have, you know, they, they, they well, training is a big thing. They, do, they have a whole lot of different types of training, though. They do self-defense training. They do long gun training. Let's see, defensive, basic handgun fundamentals, defensive pistol one, and then they have a more advanced version, defensive pistol two, range safety officer training, advanced marksman, marksman uh, proficiency qualifier exam, Pistol and self-defense. They have women defensive tactic course, a home security defensive course, and they have a course where you can become a NAGA instructor. That's great. <coughs> you said that's thirty-nine dollars a year. That's for a couple. I mean, well, okay, it's twenty-nine well, a year for a single person. Okay. But that's a good price, though. I, mm, I think right. NRA was probably double that. Mm. And this right here, these are your people, and these people. This thing is um, set in Georgia. 
there so Griffin. in Griffin, Georgia. Right around the corner for us. Right. Griffin, Georgia. But this is a national organization. So anybody listening, if you are a gun person and you want to be part of a brotherhood and sisterhood, because there are men and women in this thing, all adults. But if you want to be a part of something, I mean, this is a great thing to be a part of. And this, this right here, you know, you stop telling black people to put the guns down. No, pick the guns up. Learn how to use them properly. Mm-hmm. Make sure you point them at the right people, people who oppose a threat to you, your family, or your property. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. It's no put no guns down. We're not still fighting. This ain't, fuck, this ain't no. the 1300s. Niggas Absolutely ain't fighting not. hand-to-hand combat no more. I don't know why people still stuck on that. These, we over here trying to fight. These people shooting us all up in center mass and all kind of shit. Like, what are we doing? Hmm. But, yeah, man, I mean... I only just found out about this a couple of days ago. I don't even know what I was looking up and that popped up. But, uh, yeah, have man. Have you people... looked and seen how many around, how many members do they have across, the, I mean, around the country? Or um, is it like a, a large? No, I haven't seen. They have a lot. Let's see how many chapters they got. Yeah, they got chapters and oh, they got chapters all over the place. So, yeah, definitely. Most of my listeners are it's in Ohio, Ohio and they definitely have Ohio. They have a Cincinnati chapter, a Cleveland chapter, two Cleveland chapters, a Toledo one, a Columbus chapter. And yeah, the club president in Ohio was Alex Shorter. But uh, then they have a guns rights society also. I don't know. It just says Ohio though, so I don't know. Yeah, man. So, hmm. so um, they got anything in South Carolina or no? South Carolina. Probably not. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have two joints in South. Well, Florence. no, they have one in South Carolina and four in South Charleston. Carolina. One in Charleston too. Low Country Gunners Club. I know what that is. It's in Mount Pleasant. Okay. Okay. So yeah, man. If y'all can, if y'all into this type type of thing, hmm. man, dang, yeah, check them out, yo. I I, hmm. I support stuff like this, and I can't join, but you know. That's all right. We can figure. But definitely, out. if y'all can, y'all definitely, you know, what I'm saying. We'll y'all, figure y'all this definitely out. get into it. Cause this is hard. They're I like teaching, this. They teaching some white folks on there. Yeah, cause they they. Have to accept anybody who want to learn. Yeah, we got to figure that out. We got to go check it out. Yeah, this is hard. This is super hard. All right, but that's all I got for y'all today, man. You got anything left you want to say, Lucy? I do not. I do not. It's late. I'm tired. I got to... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm about, to, I'm about to be laid out. I get in the shower, get laid out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out of 5,000, man. Easy.